0: Oh, where, oh, where could Tom Scanlon be? The man's probably sleeping, it's past 7.30. We got a guest host, Willie Nelson, could it be? His last name is Nelson, but his first name is actually Lee. Welcome back to Talking the Walk. This is
1: episode 85,
0: Wally Pip. I am Paul Patterson.
1: And I am guest host Lee Nelson.
0: And as you can tell, still using the new microphone.
1: This is your sounds first time good. hearing it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sounds Thanks. good. Jake Brown, original music, Bailey Bishop, original artwork, social media. That's cool. Hopkins sent a not very pleasant uh, text to several of us today. Fact checker, Jill Martin and Jeff Graby in marketing. So, let, let's let's get to it, right? We got We got to talk t-shirts. Uh, t-shirts are closing here in four days. The nineteenth of September, the uh, t-shirt sale closes. So if you if you are wishing or wanting a uh, t-shirt order, make sure you get that taken care of. And again, you can find that on our social media pages, Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions, make sure you message uh, the person that runs that, which happens to be Cole Hopkins, on or through Instagram or Twitter, and get that taken care of. I ordered a t-shirt so that everybody knows out there in the, in the world. How much are they? I think I ended up cause I got a big boy shirt. I had like 23 bucks, which means tax. And then they're shipping it to you. So handles all of that, which is perfect. You will not need a big boy shirt.
1: I like that. You call it a big boy shirt.
0: No. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Watch update. Cause I know everybody is sitting at the edge of their seat. Wanting this, so last week told you 204.5 miles for the month of September. I need to walk. We are 15 days in, and I am 107.9 miles of the 204.5. So my average is has been good. Um, been getting up and walking in the morning, even on game days. Been getting up and walking in the morning. Not very, not as far, but but uh, trying to take care of that. So I'm pretty excited about that. Another update. This is the last episode that's going in this journal. I have to. I have to start a new journal the next time we do a new a new episode. So eighty five episodes made it through this journal, and I and I'm showing showing Lee listeners you can't see it, um, but I am showing Lee this is the journal.
1: There it is. Wow! Oh, looks like a journal. It is full. It's full. Okay, <clears throat> you ready for questions? I can't wait.
0: Here's the first one. There's three, and I added one late just because of tonight. I was, I was, I'm, I'm a little, I don't know where I'm at. Well, I kind of do. I kind of know where I'm at. I just, I, I'll, I'll hold on to it here. So first question, you need to sleep, okay? But you're having a hard time getting to sleep. What's your secret to get to sleep?
1: This is easy, honestly, because I've, I've actually talked about this before. You know, we had a leadership um class we met like once a month with some of our kids pre-covid and then it just kind of washed away after that but we talked about this one time mine is i just focus on the breaths i'm taking okay and not necessarily the counting of them or anything like that but just that i am inhaling and exhaling and just keeping that pattern and then eventually it doesn't usually does not take long when I just focus on that, and I fall asleep.
0: Okay. Well, now I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you my two go-tos. First one, <laughs> um, Nyquil. That that will that will <laughs> get me cheating. That's this is why I'm talking about it. It it gets me to not just fall asleep, but it keeps me asleep, which oftentimes is my issue, where I'm really tired at night and I will fall asleep, and then I get somewhere in between 40 and 90 minutes in. And then I wake up for whatever reason. And then I can't go back to sleep. NyQuil prevents that from happening. The other one.
1: This feels like a NyQuil anonymous meeting. Benadryl. But
0: (laughs) just (laughs) medicating. Yes. But I I also understand it's not, I'm not doing this every night. I bet if, if you go 365 days a year where I'm not sick, and I'm needing it, I bet I go seven times doing it. Oh, okay. Okay. Is all because most of the time I don't, I don't, I can, I can get myself tired enough where I'm sleeping. It's just when I know I need a good night's sleep and I need to be asleep for, for the full whatever time I'm going, then that's, that's my go to. Now, have I, have I ever shared with you the Benadryl story? I'm sure I have. So back in the day when my allergies first started to bother me as I got older, I would take two allergy pills before I went out for practice and I would always take them with a Coca-Cola because I would get out there and I would be like, and and I'm just so tired. I can't figure out why I'm so tired, you know, but they're, but they're helping. I'm not sneezing. My eyes aren't wandering and, and itchy and all that. So finally I take, I take my allergy pills into Diana Duffy, who is the school nurse. And I say, Hey, can you help me with this? I am taking these pills, but every time I take them, I feel like I need a nap. She grabs the bottle and it's generic. It's Equate. So from um, mm-hmm. Walmart, she looks at it and she's like, Paul, these are, these are Benadryl. So they're going to make you drowsy. And then you're and not just taking one of them, you're taking two of them. So of course, you're going to be drowsy when you go out for practice. So I, st- I stopped taking them and I actually take allergy, like regular allergy pills now, and I'm not groggy or tired. So.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like Coca Cola with the Benadryl, like the upper and the downer, I think is, yeah, I think that's a great combo. I think they've done some studies on how that improves performance.
0: Well, I can tell you that I made it through football practice. So then you just crashed. Obviously, we need to go the opposite, right? So now you need to, you need to get yourself going in the morning tired, whether you didn't sleep well or you had to be up earlier than normal. What's your go to to get you going?
1: That's it's coffee. coffee. I mean, that's, okay. I mean, I, but I think that's more of, I really enjoy coffee. So whether I'm tired or not in the morning, I'm going to have coffee
0: in a little bit of a habit now.
1: Right. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I can, I've done it. I mean, I don't have to have coffee every day, but it started when I was a teacher that it was like just the routine. Like you make coffee in the morning. I always had a coffee, maker in my room I had one in Norwalk you know I just made coffee and I drank it all day so I always said like if you were a student of mine in like the ten thirty to eleven thirty range that was the best you were getting me all day <laughs> I was really good teacher for that hour really good
0: just good after that just a great outside of that
1: time frame yeah and then I have I could have half of an apple for lunch and I just was down I was ready to take a nap.
0: <laughs> so, can you tell when you don't have coffee in the morning? Like do you get a caffeine headache?
1: No, I no. don't. Okay. And okay. there there are times where I just it's it's a lot of times where I'm just at home and I don't have coffee. When True. I'm out at work, I know I'm going to have it. But um, different yeah, if routine. I'm at, if I'm at home, yeah, if I'm at home, I it may not work, but no, I I don't feel that at all.
0: I got a I've got a caffeinated beverage that I enjoy in the morning. It's an ID life. It used to be advocare spark, but now it's oh, okay. ID life energy. And it's the orange one that I I have in the morning, especially during football season. That that is that's the time where I am I'm running high on caffeine. That's like the time. It. Which you know, those of you that are out there, Cole Hopkins in the in the healthcare world, you would you would tell me that all the caffeine I'm consuming during the day might be a reason why I need a NyQuil or a Benadryl to go to sleep at night. Hmm. Anyway Boy, this is fun, the confessional.
1: So, well, like like I'm going to listen to Cole Hopkins <laughs> about health. I mean, I guarantee Cole Hopkins has mixed many uppers and downers <laughs> together in his life.
0: So you ready for the third question? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what you think of the new Thursday night football being on Amazon Prime.
1: I'm watching it right now. So, um, yeah, I, I can't really, I'm not listening to it okay that well but i don't it seems fine but i i just turned it on it was like right before half when i saw it the the first time so i I have no idea
0: my question isn't so much it being on amazon prime my my question lies more in the fact that now we have to find one more way to get something that that used to not cost you anything extra or be anything extra
1: um our membership, and- our membership to Amazon Prime is the least of my worries than what is being purchased with our membership of Amazon Prime. <laughs> well, it's free Prime. shipping. It's free like, shipping. Great, great, <laughs> great. No, like, yeah. I, uh, we have a Prime membership. Great, great. That's awesome. What are we doing with it? Oh, we're getting a package every day. That's what we're doing with it. Yeah,
0: and sometimes three packages
1: yeah sometimes
0: but i just it, it, we're, we're we're starting to become very very um segmented in you have to have this app or this subscription in order to watch this and you have to have this to watch you have this subscription to watch this we're we're starting to become more and more um pocketed that way and then what's going to happen when everything goes there then you're going to have to pick and choose your subscriptions
1: yeah i mean i would say though with with not having like a direct TV anymore, I could buy YouTube TV and we basically have any app that you would probably need. I mean, I know there's more and there's a lot, but like as far as what we need way less per month than what direct TV sure. ended up charging. I mean, it, it was a really good deal right away, but then Google, man,
0: Paramount it, plus.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're just discovery. Cute. Yeah. I mean, i yeah i'm paying less but yeah i get it i mean it is it's tougher but and now now with, now with tvs just having those on there you're just very like, true changing the channel
0: and more of more and more of them are, are partnering up with the other one to to bring you a bundle
1: yeah the hulu disney plus espn plus bundle is spot on throughout to go i like that
0: And I like Apple TV too. There's been some things on Apple TV that I've really enjoyed. And now, not watching any of it. That won't happen until November again, but um, we'll pick it back up. All right. Professional. You ready? Uh I've got two of them. First one. This is, so you don't know the update on, or you don't know the check saga. Um, I I had, uh, I bought some checks. Yes, I still write them. Thank you, Tom. Bought some checks they had the wrong account number on them. My bank uh, back home discovered it. We get rid of those checks, right? And I get new checks. Well, because the checks were bad, I just threw them away. Well, now they're being used all over the state of Iowa um, to write big chunks of money. What? But yeah, yeah. So somebody <laughs> is now using them. That
1: is so awesome.
0: <laughs> the problem, The problem for those people, they're getting cash. They're getting money. But it's not coming from my account because my account does not exist. That's on those checks. So the bank that they're that's cashing those checks for them is going to have to come back after them. Anyway, long story short, <clears throat> four more checks have shown up in the mail for me, um, and I think they were like six ninety nine, six forty four, six fifty seven. And then I think a four hundred dollar check. So those would be the four that that were written. Now, so so grand total, we are somewhere in between the nine and ten thousand dollar range with those checks. That's how much has been written. So that's just a little update on the on the check saga. Um, next one. This is this is I just shared this with the kids. I enjoy going to football practice more than I enjoy going to football games as a coach. And I think that once that is not the case where I don't enjoy going to practice so much, I think that might be the time that I say, I think I've had enough. So that's my confession. My favorite day of practice a week. Do you know? Wednesday, Thursday, Hmm. shine and polish day, stand on the sideline with, uh, with the, with the guys that are not in stand on the sideline with the, with the managers that are, that are running the boards and then stand on the sideline with, with uh, Matt Ramthon. Most enjoyable day for me of the week. Everything's done. All we have to do is go out and run through our script. And, and and I mean our Thursday script and just uh, it's an
1: enjoyable day. You hopping like in. It. You hopping yeah, I in? am. Well, mine's, mine's very obvious, but I'm, I'm, um afraid I'm turning a little bit into Scallon and I didn't listen to last week's or I guess was it last week I guess yeah, I don't even yeah know. we went last, last Tuesday. week yeah yeah I did not listen to the last podcast and usually I'm really good about that and I know what's going on and I know nothing I mean I probably laughed at the Czech saga like a week late you know, like everyone else has already laughed, and I'm now just laughing. Well, so, wait till
0: you wait till you do go back and you listen to it, and you hear the whole thing, and you're just like, what in the world?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I I I actually feel bad now because we usually don't have to run things back when I'm on here, and I wasn't on here the week before, and now we have to because I know nothing.
0: Well, and to be fair, I'm not running it back. I was just updating everybody. I just oh, added a little bit more for you. You'll have to. You would have to hear the whole the whole story.
1: Well, I will listen to it on my way to beautiful Council Bluffs, Iowa tomorrow.
0: Okay, there we go. And this one, you might be able to get this one into. Yeah. So thanks for hopping in. Feedback. First one comes from superintendent of Earlham schools, Stephen Castor, Dr. Okay. Stephen Castor. He wanted to know what the correct link was to purchase a shirt um, because the link hadn't been put up yet. And then I was, I was chastised by our social media director for posting too quickly without giving him a heads up that I was posting the, the new episode. But we got, I, I'm hoping Steve ordered a shirt, but we've, we've got him all up to date and good to know that he is, he is listening. Um, so I appreciate that. Go Cardinals. And then he also said that the new mic sounded, sounded great. So next one comes from Jeff Gravy. The new mic sounds amazing. Your voice is now a mix of Fergie and Jesus. Oh. Favorite part of fall football. A close second is when temp hits cool enough, you can go hoodie and shorts all day. Not sure if the point of a gas fire pit to each their own. College versus pro. I am like Scallon, way more bothered when the Hawks lose as opposed to when the Chiefs lose. Maybe I am wrong. College kids seem to care more. They are more excited than the showboating, in my opinion. So that was uh, that was him. And then we've got meat um, from podcast. Worst part of college football is the length of games. There are so many stoppages. It's easy to get distracted. Bad in NFL too, but worse in college. And then we just went back and forth where he thought he could get uh, some of those things out of the way. And uh, not have to worry about it. And then uh, Peter Sand was the next one that came in listen to the pod the clarity from from your new microphone makes it sound like you're in an npr podcast studio so that's professional wow. sounding professional and then the last one dennis Hoorah, is coming at it um and then he just basically said i don't have ig or tweety bird is there another way to get a shirt so we got him hooked up with with all of that um taken care of so that's it for feedback that I can think of. I can't think of anything else. And then uh, let's move on to high school sports swimming. I know that we beat Marshalltown, um, but, but that's all I can give as far as an update. I think we're doing really well in the duels that we've been in and have not really seen much out there for us as far as updates. So that that's it for swimming. What do you got?
1: Yeah. I, this is girl
0: swimming. Sorry. Girl swimming now.
1: Yeah. I, Swimming is a tough one for me to get to most of the time in the fall. I have to have somebody else cover that. And and I choose somebody else to cover that because it won't require a lot of work on their end. And plus they'll get done a lot. We earlier. talked about that
0: where, where yeah. you gave, so, gave the, the, uh, the, the one person which you want to do and they took swimming. You're like good choice. Cause yeah, there's not as much to do there. I, we yeah, and,
1: and you just get home at an earlier time. So um, I know we have swam, a few times. Uh, I've got to watch a little bit of one of them. Um, but again, I, I do not know a ton about it because I haven't got to watch it. And I don't know enough about it recreationally where if somebody said, Oh, this time was swam like, to me, the, those don't mean that much. Cause I just don't have a background in swimming.
0: Not like a 10, eight, nine in the hundred. Yes. Track. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one, golf. Uh, boys golf for us, and and both of us have boys golf in the fall um, because we're both four A in that that regard. Uh, we we have we have been shooting very steady, but not in 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 the top three in most of the invitationals and and uh, tournaments that we've been in.
1: Yeah, we are generally in the top three of of those invitationals. It does seem like we play a very similar schedule. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, which is, I mean, around here you do. I mean, I I did go to Johnston. I was able to watch. We didn't have anything going on on a Wednesday, so I went and watched some of our guys play that day. Uh, we do host a tournament on Monday, which we have now named as the Steve Spray Invitational, which we Sunday. kind of talked about Steve Spray uh, at some point. I'm pretty sure we did. It might have been my good news at one point. Yeah. but. The the
0: interesting thing about that is 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 you are very limited in your options in the fall, for golf outings or golf tournaments. Whereas you get to the spring and you can go to a one a two a or a three a tournament. Whereas in in the fall you can't. You 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 are limited to whoever is a four a school that's hosting it. So I think that's why our our schedule plus we're right next to one another. That's why our schedule Mm -hmm. is so similar. Limited.
1: Yeah, but we do we do have some some very good. Players on our team this year makes a difference
0: um cross country we start with the with the girls uh they, they are middle of the pack uh in in the races that they've been in and and uh I, I don't know from the girls side what the what the matchups look like you know as far as um postseason pairings i think not, those yeah. are out right what's out golf must be out then
1: golf is out yeah okay golf is out but
0: we we uh you know, if if we're going to get in as a team, um, we're, we're going to have to have a really good day, I think, from that side.
1: Yeah, our girls have been just very solid. I mean, just um, yeah, a really nice team. Probably don't have the hammer at the top, but we definitely have a bunch of girls that run uh, pretty uh, pretty similar. I say. Again, time's kind of irrelevant in cross country because each course is different and, you know, weather and hills and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, we have, we've won a a couple different meets, which has been good. So yeah, it's been a a solid start and we are hosting uh, one of the state qualifying meets. You do know that for sure. Because
0: they got to get that established ahead of time. Um, Boys, on the other hand, really, really doing well. Um, and, and they didn't even run there Tuesday night, didn't even run their varsity. They ran their JV kids and they still took second at Valley. So just us, an absolute solid lineup for them right now. Uh, the one night they didn't, they didn't race. We had, we had some illness, uh, running through the ranks. And I think they got eighth in the, in the one meet that they, they didn't have anybody. <laughs> they were, well, I mean, they had kids, but they didn't have any of their top performers. And so. Finished eighth, but otherwise they've been in the top, top two in every race they've been in, JV or not JV, running.
1: Yeah, really impressive. Yeah, uh, our boys team just the kind of the middle of the pack kind of thing, and we are young. Our lineup is young, so makes a huge difference. Um, yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's no, I don't think it matters no matter what sport, especially when you're talking about the biggest class. Like with freshmen and sophomores, it is difficult to to compete at the highest level night in and night out. Not that they won't have a good night here and there, but it's just it's tougher. I mean, you're you're racing against people that have just done it and they they've been around the block, and it does make a huge difference. And it doesn't matter what sport, but um, you know, it 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 definitely alters where you're going to finish. In a and every race. once
0: in a while, you'll find an elite runner. That yep. that can get it done and compete, you know, at a high level. But but that's still that's very very rare.
1: You no, know, different again in any sport. You sure. know, You think about the the Brady Brains fields of the world in football. I mean, it can happen where you're starting a you know a, an important position as a as a young player and, and are very good. But four times four state,
0: state champion in wrestling and yep you know, some of those things. So we, we've got a few. Um, volleyball, our girls are undefeated in in conference. I think they're now nine and three overall. Really, really solid start. Um, and they've got they've got Ankeny on Saturday, so that'll be a big test. And then they've got one more. I think it's Waukee. I can't remember if it's Waukee or Waukee Northwest. So they've got two two big matches on Saturday that should give them a little bit better of a test. And and then I, I think it looks like the way that conference is is boiling it down, going to be uh, Indianola and Norwalk. For, for the uh, conference championship based on the way it looks.
1: Yeah, we, we got beat by DCG uh, a couple weeks ago, conference match. Um, it was I don't think we played particularly well that night, but definitely didn't serve it very well. but um, otherwise, so we've lost to DCG and we lost to maybe Waukee Northwest. And that's it. So 14 or 15 and two right now. With and some you beat nice wins at a, at yep. a tournament. Yeah, that's like a shorter match, but yeah. We,
0: three sets beat us to two, to nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's Southeast Polk Yeah. And I don't know what that, you know, how the, the conference will shake out, but definitely if, if we don't lose um, <laughs> before we play you guys, then it will be for the conference. at yeah. least a share on our end. And for if sure. you guys don't get beat.
0: And then and then football. You know we had a tough one Friday night. Uh, lost uh, lost Lewis Central twenty seven forty nine. Too many turnovers for us really. And, and we thought that uh, Lewis Central played a pretty pretty solid game start to finish. And no turnovers for them. Not very many mistakes. And and not very many times did did they not end in some sort of scoring attempt um, with their drive. So we uh, we got to get better. We got to get back on track. And we're at DCG tomorrow. So. Big, big one for us to to see if we can rebound after after a tough night for us on Friday.
1: Well, we go to Lewis Central, as I alluded to earlier tomorrow night or Friday. It'll be tonight when you listen to this potentially. Yep. yep. Um, uh, we we have started out three and zero for the Again. second consecutive year. Yep. yep. Um, Ted, I mean, just I would say all have been really competitive games. I mean, I know the, sometimes the final score isn't indicative of that. You see a couple scores and you think it's not necessarily that close, but um, I thought they've all been fairly competitive. Um, So we'll see uh, what the, what the world looks like after we get to face the daunting Titans. Is that right there? Titans? Yep. Defending state champs. Yeah. Defending state champs. All right.
0: Moving on to non-sponsor, you ready? And you know, when you host, I like to pull out some, some good ones for you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Non-sponsor tonight that we'd like to thank for their non-sponsorship. 515 Golf Cars of Iowa. You can buy, rent, or yeah. customize today. What did you do? I bought. Yeah. Did you customize at all?
1: No. No. I'd like
0: to see some big, big, like 12-inch tires or whatever they've got on there. Some, some nice rims. I say, get after it a little bit.
1: So I bought our golf cart and he was selling it for somebody else. So, this, so it wasn't necessarily like consignment. One yeah, it was, it, it was like right before golf carts got crazy expensive or when it, maybe it was in the process of them getting crazy expensive. I mean, we bought this golf cart for $1,800, put in new batteries, which batteries you might as well They're so expensive and it's 1200 (laughs) bucks for batteries. So it ended up costing three grand, which in the golf cart world now, Matt could probably sell this thing for four to $5,000 and it's old and not very pretty, but you just can't find them for a decent price anymore. So um, Brett Wright is the owner that he's a really good guy. And uh, yeah, that it's a, it's a good business. If you are in the uh, golf cart, Search, but man, they're hard to get a hold of because they are just flying off the. What if the what if I
0: told you that sounded an awful lot like a confessional? What? You you talking about the golf cart? Like how much you spent, and then the batteries, and that sounded more yeah, like a, a it was more
1: of like a positive confessional. Because I bet there's <laughs> you could put a lot of people on here right now that have bought a golf cart in the last two years and they didn't spend three grand on it. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> well, eighteen hundred on the cart. Yeah. 1,200 on the batteries. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Why is this called Wally Pip? Well, first of all, I think we probably need to talk a little bit about Wally Pip. Wally Pip was a member of the New York Yankees long, long, long time ago. We are talking, he took a day off, right? And he was replaced by the ever-famous Lou Gehrig, Mr. Iron Man, the original Iron Man. 15 years and 2,130 games later. Lou Gehrig finally took a game off, but 15 years, 2,130 games after Wally Pipp sat down. Now the, the old wives tale, right. When that, that went along with Wally Pipp was, you know, be careful taking a day off when you don't really need a day off because you never know who's behind you. And then you could end up like, you know, him Wally Pipp with Lou Gehrig. But I think there's a lot of things missing in the, in the Wally Pipp story, some of which involve, him being a part of, I think, three World Series and maybe four pennants. I can't remember exactly what the numbers were, but um, he, he was he was a part of some really good baseball teams with the old Yankees. So it's it's not like he was a he was a slouch, you know, when it came to that. And um, rumor, according to the story, had that that he had a headache and so he took the day off. And next thing you know, Lou Gary <laughs> never gave up his job never gave up a spot for 15 years in 2100 I'll keep saying it 2130 30 games. So why are we talking about it? Well, basically what it boils down to for me is I want I want to talk about several different things. First, I want to talk about the the difference between rest and injury when it comes to days off. And then I want to talk about I want to hone in just a little bit more about especially high school kids that that suffer an injury whether that be a a short-term injury or a long-term injury where it takes months to, to recover and, and how they go about um, having to deal with their place on the team, their place in, in the school, and then, you know, figuring out who they are and all that. So the first one, what is the difference for rest versus injury when it comes to high school, college, and pro? And, and for me, I'll, I'll get it, I'll get the ball rolling by saying in professional sports, you see rest now being a part of the regular rotation. Doesn't matter. Um, and I shouldn't say in every sport, but but the sports that the season lasts a really long time, hockey, baseball, basketball, those sports you see rest as part of the, the regular rotation. Whereas sports that are a little bit more uh, intense in their, in their duration, you don't necessarily see as much rest as you do time off because they're injured so what do you got
1: yeah the the sport definitely matters when you talk about this and and not just necessarily like because of how many games there are in a season I mean when you're talking the NFL and it's one game a week versus baseball where it's every day of the week it's also just the makeup of that sport like when you watch guys in the sports where you'd say resting is now almost encouraged or at least it's done more frequently. There are also sports where the careers last a lot longer. True. Where where football, I mean, if you took a week off here and there as a football player, it doesn't necessarily make your career last longer. The shelf life of an NFL player um, for most positions and most people is is not very long where the, a baseball player. Now you, I mean, you see basketball, like LeBron's a good example. I mean, he's 20 years into an NBA career, which it's not like it's the, a sport like baseball where, you know, it isn't as much toll on your body, but I mean, we're still like 20 years into an NBA career and he still looks pretty good. And and the advances in nutrition and fitness and all that stuff makes a difference too. But yeah, I think the, the difference probably lies within the sport more so than, than like just taking a day off. I mean, we don't see the days that the guys may take off in the NFL before the game. True. Very I mean, true. they, they may be, DMP. I don't, yeah, I'm looking at like a, did this practice game with, with Herbert and Mahomes, like what does their week look like leading up to a game, especially like a short week for them this week, you know, like what is a practice for them? Do they need a ton of reps? Probably not. Are they going to get some? Yeah, for sure. But you know, that's probably more of the day off is going to happen in football is, is for a practice and not, not when the lights are on.
0: I think one of the other things that, well, it's actually two things, but, the, the, I think athletes know their bodies really, really well now. And then the, the, the health care is, is significantly better than what it was. So if, if I've got something that's in my lower back that doesn't feel quite right, I'm not going to fight through it like I would have 25 years ago and just say, ah, whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to go talk to whoever my trainer is or whoever my provider of health care is on, on the, on the team. And then we're going to have a conversation about whether or not I should rest. I should, you know, what, what I should do. So I think those two things are huge factors when it comes professionally from a, from a college standpoint, you know, I, I don't know, I guess I don't follow baseball along well enough, but I don't know of anybody that, that, you know, you hear of resting it's, it's always injury related um, when, when they are sitting out that I can think of.
1: Base, baseball, they get they get days off. They'll just give them days off.
0: Okay, in yeah, college, they,
1: that, yeah, you're talking. I mean, I would say if probably like those midweek ones. You know, like college baseball. You sure. know, like the lineup they put there on a Friday night is probably going to look different than the one they play on their Tuesday night or whatever okay. that midweek okay. game. And that's and- probably.
0: And I don't follow it close enough to know the answer to that. I, that's, I just know, you know, following who I follow when it comes to basketball, I don't see any of those guys sit out unless they're in a boot or they're in street clothes. Yeah. I don't see them just sitting out there because they, you know, they're, they're <clears throat> resting. I mean, they're, they are injured. There is some sort of issue. And then high school, I, I don't know of a time where, where we rest anybody. You know, the only time that that might be is if you're just a pitcher uh-huh. in baseball, where you're 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 not playing a position when your rotation, when your time is not up. You know, when your games two through seven, you're not doing anything, and then when your your time to pitch again is back up, you're back there. So that, that just it, for me, it was you know, just wanted to bring bring some of this to light and talk about it. Cause I don't think we've ever talked about it before. And then for me, one of the other, I think two other factors that are in there. One, what's your point in the season? You know, you see this, right? That's the question at the end of the year in weeks, what 16, 17, is there 18 weeks in the NFL now? Uh, where if you oh, have the- Isn't there 19, do they get two buys? I can't remember. But when you, when you get to the end of the season, if you've got home field advantage clinched, do you rest? right? They, they, they have that conversation and then it doesn't matter if you win or lose the game. And so I think point in the season makes a difference, you know, and then sometimes in baseball, if you're fighting for a wild card, you may not take any days off, you know, the last three weeks, because you're trying to make that push, that final push to get into the wild card. Um, And then what are you, what are your backups like? (laughs) If your backup isn't very well trusted, um, then probably not going to see that person on the field or on the, on the ice very often or on the floor.
1: I didn't talk about the money part of this with, with NBA or, or baseball, but you know, the longer you can make your career last in those sports, the next contract, there's more money. Sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, and like there's, so if I can get another three-year deal or, you know, whatever it is, like, there's a lot of money there. Um, But I think from like a, a football standpoint, the resting at the end of the year, what are your incentives built into your contract? Do I need sure. four more catches? I'm 3, not sitting total out. Yards I'm not sitting yep. out, and and I guarantee if I have a if I have a coach that really cares about me as as a person that's this is my job or a quarterback in the NFL and I need four catches, I can almost guarantee you that I'm getting four two yard catches <laughs> yep. during the game. They're just gonna throw it to me. So I get that catch. Like they're really good about that. But, and then you know what I catch my fourth ball. They're probably taking me out if it doesn't matter. Right. So money, money in those, in the professional ranks makes a big difference in that, the day off too.
0: And, and think about when you go into a contract year, right. How many guys you see with a little bit different uh, schedule, maybe when Mm -hmm. it comes in, especially the NBA and, and major league baseball, you're, you're, your playing schedule is is much and I air quoted that your playing schedule is much different than in a non-contract year
1: I think and those are those are like your mid mid-level players right I, the for sure. the LeBron James is the world yeah I mean if he's able to help your team whether he played 82 games or 42 games they're getting that next deal in right. that contract year those but those mid guys they they probably are going to fight a little bit more to to show people that they deserve another deal.
0: Superstars are are, are excluded from much of this yeah. Yeah. conversation. Um, so let, let's get into high school. You know, for for me, you know what what are we doing? Hey, I, kid, senior, starter for you ends their season because they have a an ankle injury. They get they tore up their ankle. They got to have surgery. They're out for the rest of the year. Um, This is, this is the part that I struggle with because now they're not a focal point. Therefore, they don't necessarily garner and, and get as much attention from the, from the coaching staff because they're not part of the game plan. They're not playing. And then, you know, how do they fit in? Where do they fit in? And, and how do you go about doing it? so that, that was, one of the things that I for surely wanted to talk about was that piece of it. You know, how do we, how do we include kids and and how do we handle that? So I didn't know what your thoughts were on that.
1: Wasn't this a, a spirit breakfast topic when I was at Norwalk? Always uh, is. I mean, I uh, shouldn't
0: say always is, but often is, you know, taking advantage of uh, your opportunities.
1: I was talking more of the, the Tyler stat, Tyler sash, my identity as a football player oh, versus sure. my identity as yep. a as a just a person. Yep, hundred percent. I think that was one of the the topics one year where so many people affix that that athletic part to their life as their identity. Yep. So, Paul Patterson, the football coach. What about Paul Patterson, the husband? Paul Patterson, the father. Paul right. Patterson, the teacher. Whatever person. it may be. Yeah, and. And so many times people are just stuck with what other people see them as. So you're, you are Paul Patterson, head football coach. It's the Norwalk warriors. Yep. Well, but that's a small part of your life compared to the other things that you are all the time. So I think that identity piece is important with this too. And in helping kids see that that isn't their not that it isn't part of their identity, but it's not the only part of their identity.
0: That's it, it. I mean, that hits the nail on the head. You know, that that's one of the things when you look at um, Chuck Wood Carry Water by Josh Metcalf, you know, that's one of the chapters in there, right? About who you are, you know, what 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 can you sit down and say you are? And if, and if all it is, is I'm a good tackler, you know, I'm, I'm aggressive on the football field. If everything is is athletically centered, then when athletics are gone, what, what do you have? And so I think that's that's a really tough transition piece for some kids. Um, and I know from, from my end as a coach, it's hard because you you just, you don't spend as much time with those kids now that they're injured because they aren't a part of the game plan. They aren't playing. And so you're not having those conversations about what we're going to do here and what we need to do there and and, and the corrections and the adjustments and the And the daily practice that you go through, so it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a, it's a very tough conversation. It's a very tough topic, and I don't know that there's a right answer. But, but you are a hundred percent correct on. It's all about what what your identity
1: is as a person. Well, and I think we've seen this now, let's say the last five to ten years with professional athletes, where they are showing and telling people that the, the pro athlete is not my identity. So, you know, the, the, I keep bringing up LeBron James, but the, the shut up and dribble thing, you know, like don't, don't bring your personal feelings into you're, you're an athlete. Like we don't need to know about the other stuff. Well, but you do, because that, that isn't all I do is just an athlete. So you see the negative part of that and kids see that too and so then they probably struggle with you know differentiating between those identities because they watch the people they look up to or or the people that are on tv as well they they're told to not be this part of their life that is obviously important to them or else they wouldn't stand up there and say those things so that gets tough too for kids that they don't think it's you know approved by others that you can have you can have emotions outside of your sport and it's okay.
0: The uh the you know one of the things that Chris Larson always talked about was coaching high school basketball didn't pay any of his bills. Being that the assistant principal or or the dean out at Lakewood Elementary is what took care of you know his his bills at home. So I think it's also important to remember you know where where things lie. Um, now I know professional athletes much different. You know that, that that job does pay the bills for them, but high school kids it doesn't. Playing high school high school sports doesn't pay any bills for them. So um, I, I, it is important. And I think one of the other difficult things is is knowing that I'm not playing anymore because I'm hurt, but they're still playing. You know they just they took the next guy and they put him in and now. The, the team is still going, the program is still going, but I'm not a part of it. So now how do I fit in? And I think it, you know, again, it goes back to what we just talked about as far as your, your identity as a human, but um, just, a, I, I don't know, just an interesting topic for me and, and got me thinking this week. So I thought maybe Wally Pitt might be the uh, the way to go as far as having that conversation, getting it started.
1: And I think parents are really important in, for sure. in this whole thing because you um, you know, it's it's easy for them to fall in the tra- into the trap too, where this is what my kid does. So I remember, Ellie was a senior at Norwalk, and first of all, didn't think that she was going to to dress varsity as a senior. And I was like, okay, well then I'm I'm gonna quit. No, like <laughs> no, go play JV. You you can't provide value to to those kids as, as a JV player. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll stick it out. Okay. Well then she gets a Jersey great. Well, she's like, well, I'm never going to play. I was like, so like other people are going to play. There's, there's no value that you can provide as a non-playing teammate. Like you're a senior. Some of these girls that are very talented are freshmen and sophomores. They, they haven't gone through a whole year potentially of this or or at least not three years of it like you don't think there's things that you can help them with if they're struggling with stuff or if we're back
0: yeah we had a a little disc space issue again second time we've done this
1: uh, but but the message has if it's not coming at home then you do lose sight of Some of the other things that are important than being the best player, or how about just be the best teammate, be the best friend, you know, whatever it may be. Like, if I don't have those conversations with her, she probably doesn't play, she quits or doesn't finish her career. Yeah. I mean, and that's that, those are the like, you regret that stuff the rest of your life. I, I know. I know it's not their whole life, but you regret because you can't ever do that again. So who cares about what your role is? If you have a.
0: We're going to try and piece this together. I apologize. Technical difficulties.
1: Anyway, whatever your role is, just do it and do it well.
0: It's one of the things we talk about in our parent meeting all the time, how important parents are to the culture of our program. And and that's a perfect example of it. So all right, final thoughts now that we're we're chopping this up. On, yeah, on I don't wally remember Pippen what and, we
1: talked about the whole time. So wally pip um, and
0: and taking yeah, time just, off and again, finding I, yourself as an you know, your identity as a person and
1: yeah, don't base your identity on your playing time. Yeah, Find the other stuff that's important that, that you actually will use and carry with you no matter what you're doing moving forward. Your identity is whatever you want it to be.
0: PSA, that's a public service announcement right there. All right, moving on to the history so we can get cruising before we get stopped again. Um, one of the things that we didn't talk about last time was Tracy Davis as our 12th. Participant in the Iowa Shrine Bowl. Okay, positive. For me, MPEC is almost ready. All right, Lee, you got anything?
1: Yeah, I love positive. Uh my positive is uh dick's space.
0: Whoa, what kind of space? So <clears throat> thanks to everybody for listening. This is episode 85, talking the walk, Wally Pip. I am Paul Patterson signing off before we get kicked off.
1: Guess host Lee Nelson. Thanks for listening.
0: Closing time. Thank you for listening to the Talking the Walk podcast show. Yeah.